0: Welcome into the Fantasy Football Diagnostics Podcast, where we provide you with your weekly diagnosis of everything fantasy football. Whether it's season-long leagues, dynasty, DFS, or sometimes even IDP, we got you covered all year long. Let's do it, let's do it, let's get to it. Welcome into the Fantasy Football Diagnostics Podcast. It is Thursday, September 15th. I'm your host, John June, and I got my guy, Greg Peniman Greg, what's shaking?
1: What's good? Thursday night. I mean, you know, recording live, uh, getting this in right before this Chiefs Chargers game. I mean, I, yeah, just, I mean yeah, Chiefs Chargers game, really excited. Uh, really, you know, glad that uh, my bold prediction actually came up in FanDuel, not the, the 300 yards, but the 250. So I'm really excited about that. They made it, they, they set it up nicely for us. So uh, yeah, I'm, I'm just I'm just really hyped for this game. Checking their numbers in the previous matchups, they they've been balling.
0: Yeah, FanDuel Sportsbook put out that nice boost uh, plus one twenty five for uh, both these quarterbacks in tonight's Thursday night matchup to go over two hundred fifty pass yards. So it's a nice little bet if you are you know interested and if it's available in your area. But obviously, bet responsibly. Hashtag not a sponsor. But we can, you know, family can <laughs> work it out. You know, have you people call my people? You know, uh-huh,
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh huh. But anyway, um, obviously Thursday, where we broke down Thursday night football. <laughs> so if you if you want to, you know, you you, you want to hear what we have to say about that game, you know, just go pause this real quick, go watch that, listen to it. Obviously, you know, if you are watching, then you're watching either on YouTube, Spotify, Twitch. Where We're we're available four times a week, live, um, Monday, Wednesdays, Thursdays, Saturdays, Um, usually Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, about 6 p.m. ish, Um, and on Saturdays, usually around 10 a.m. So um, just obviously as the season goes on, we'll get into a rhythm that might fluctuate less as we get closer and closer towards the end of the season, but we'll see things always change. This isn't our full-time jobs as much as we would love it to be. Um, but uh, obviously, if you are listening on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, or any other podcast platform, obviously, we, we don't appreciate you any less. But however you are consuming this content, just make sure you are subscribing, uh, clicking the notification bell, commenting, liking, doing whatever you, you uh, can to engage with us, because obviously, we love the engagement. We love helping you all out. And um you know, we've been getting some questions lately in the chat in regards to their fantasy team, people's fantasy teams, and what they should do. And we we appreciate that and we you know we definitely encourage that. But uh Greg, we got some matchups to break down, 1 p.m. games. We got an interesting weekend slate of games here where we get <clears throat> seven 1 p.m. games, um, and then we get some four p.m. games sprinkled in, but we get a Sunday night football game and we get three. Or two Monday night games, two Monday night games, Monday night doubleheader. I believe you are muted, Greg.
1: Yeah, no, nah, they usually do that in week one, the doubleheader for Monday night, but they seem to put it on week two. So, whatever. yeah,
0: week week two. So that that's that's a uh, definitely.
1: The Bills definitely got all the time one. now. Like they've got a nice little cushion between week one and two.
0: Crazy stuff. Not even <laughs> and the Super <laughs>
1: Bowl week favorites. Uh, so I don't know. Rigged. <laughs> Rigged. Maybe that's why the Super Bowl favorites because of <laughs> the
0: schedule. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but that game is not on our slate of games to discuss today. We are here to break down the 1 p.m. games. <clears throat> so uh, you know, we could fly through this pretty quickly, seeing how there's only seven of them. Uh, but Greg, let's break down the games, man. Starting cool. with the 1-0 and Washington Commanders traveling to Detroit to take on the 0-1 Detroit Lions. This game has a 48.5-point total where the Detroit Lions are 1.5-point favorites in this game. Uh, in terms of injuries, or weather rather, games in a dome, so no weather concerns. Injuries, there is one injury that is on the minds of a lot of fantasy managers out there, including this one right here with a thumb. Uh, DeAndre Swift. Um who has not practiced Wednesday, or as we record this today on Thursday, did not practice today. Um, But Swift seems to be not concerned. Uh, He said he's not concerned, and he will most definitely play against Washington on Sunday. So that's definitely good news. If you have Jamal Williams, uh, if you are the DeAndre Swift manager, you have Jamal Williams, and obviously you're in a great spot there. If Jamal Williams is available in your league, whether you are the DeAndre Swift
1: manager or not, make sure you go pick him up. Yeah, he must be – he needs to be up there at the 90% level.
0: Correct, for sure. Uh, He has standalone value. I mean, you know, I know we were chatting about that, you know, recently um, as we were talking discussing one of our teams. Um, Yeah, Jamal Williams is is definitely somebody that should be rostered. Uh, On this Washington side, in terms of injuries there – Safety Camp Curl was a limited participant with a thumb injury. And then defensive tackle Fedarian Mathis was put on injured reserve with a knee injury. So um, not, you know, great there for the the second round defensive tackle. Um, But, Greg, where
1: are you at with this matchup here? I'm taking the over in this game. I'm taking the Washington Commanders to cover and the Commanders to win. I feel like Detroit will have a, a chance to win in this game, and then they'll just be Detroit and then lose in a very close last second game, field goal game. Um, both defenses struggling in week one. There's definitely a lot of opportunity and points here. Uh, so definitely on the Washington side, uh, we both love Carson Wentz. He's my QB stream of the week. Uh, we picked him up in a 12 in a team league uh, to stream over Trey Lance. So that just shows our confidence over him. Um, yeah, good matchup here. Antonio Gibson is in the smash spot here. I mean, straight lines, rush defense, got no better from last year. Uh, you know, he got a lot of work last week, played 64% of the snaps, uh, got close to twenty over 20 touches. So I think Antonio Gibson's at, you know, start of the week level here. Um, the wide receivers, all three are, I mean, all in play, all the targets. Terry McLaurin, um, Jahan Dotson, Curtis Samuel. I think Curtis Samuel is around that flex area. Uh, Jahan Doxon is in uh, like the wide receiver three area that become has some boom. Terrence McLawren's a uh, upside wide receiver one. Um, and then on the Detroit side, Detroit has a lot of people too. I mean DeAndre Swift, if he's going, he's an RB one. Amari St. Brown, give this man some respect. Re, uh, eight receptions, he's a bona fide wide receiver one, going for another uh, game where he gets eight receptions. Uh, uh, he, he's 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 a man. T.H.T. Uh, Hawkinson, low and tight end titan one for me. Um, and, yeah, it's, it should be a fun game. A lot of a lot of talent in this game.
0: I agree with everything you said except for the last part about give Amon Ross St. Brown some respect. I have put respect on that man. Oh, no, yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: you have. Yeah, yeah, I'm talking about everybody in the fantasy world. This man needs to be rated weekly. I think he's a weekly wide receiver one in your rankings. Uh,
0: I I mean, we'll get into it right now. I'm with you on a game game <laughs> goes over. I think Washington – uh, definitely covers, and I think Washington wins this game. I mean, Detroit at home is a home opener. Like, I really wanted <laughs> to pick Detroit. Like, I, I really sat here and I really wanted to pick Detroit, but then, you know, I just kind of look at – yeah, I just – I just ultimately I feel like it's it's just going to be the commanders that come out on top in this one. Um, Swift. If he can go, he's an RB1 for sure. Like obviously we saw the upside he has last week. I think that's his upside yeah. every week, especially against a Washington Commanders run defense that I and mean, we saw what happened last week. James Robinson out there, Travis Etienne, you know, you know, they were getting cut up a little bit and I think Swift, you know, if he if he has that opportunity, he'll he'll do some cutting of his own. I'm Saint Brown. I'm I'm with you 100% like, <clears throat> you know, I didn't have him as high coming into the year. Uh, based on obviously like, you know, uh the, the situation with, with Hawkinson and Swift and the targets and, you know, obviously them drafting a wide receiver and signing DJ shark. Like, but he's like the last two weeks, he's been a wide receiver one for me. So like, I don't know, like, is it just the matchups? I don't know what it is. Like he's, he's going to get the volume. He's, he's going to get, um you know, the, the targets uh, and he's, he's, produces every time he does get those targets so i'm all in on amon ross st brown he's actually i mean i i I feel like after doing this show with you for so long greg i could kind of already know who your starts of the week are going to be so like amon ross st brown was definitely a start of the week consideration for me but i had to take him off my
1: list because of of, you know circumstances there's a lot lot of games you know a lot of good matchups this week you know you know (laughs) Yeah, yeah
0: You know, obviously we'll we'll discuss that t- uh, on Saturday as we McLaurins
1: so- in the splash by here too. Like you know, I mean, I took him last week. I could go, you know, double down again on him. You know,
0: you could, you could, but <laughs> I don't know. There's something about this matchup with the Monarchs and Brown. <laughs> um, this 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 need to get this record of of eight consecutive of games with a, with eight consecutive or consecutive games with eight plus catches. So, Crazy. um, yeah. Anyway. Moving on through the rest of this game, Hawkinson, tight end one option. I think, you know, this is a really good spot for him. On the Washington side, yeah, Carson Wentz, he's a QB one option. I mean, you were on it early in the week um, for sure. Uh, AG, he he definitely does have, like, top five upside in this matchup here against, against Detroit. Um <clears throat> Terry McLaurin, still a wide receiver one on this team, I think. Like if I had if I had all three of these wide receivers on my yeah. roster and I had to start one of them, it's gonna be Terry McLaurin hey, Terry. until like I have enough data that says differently. Um Curtis Samuel, obviously very involved last week. I think he's got to be treated as that wide receiver two flex option uh for you, just the manufactured touches. He's almost like a running back in that flex spot. Um, and and then Jahan Dotson. Obviously, you know, we know how, how much I like him. Wide receiver three for me this week. I think the matchup is really good. And then another guy who I think is being slept on and, and he's like five percent roster last I checked. Logan Thomas. He did get work, uh, right? He he got he got some work. I think he's definitely a streaming upside option at the tight end position. I actually in a league of extraordinary people dropped him or dropped Logan or Hunter Henry to pick up Logan Thomas. So uh I think he has rest-of-season value, uh, and if there's any added bonus, this is a revenge game for him playing against the Detroit Lions, who he played for re- before Washington. Um, and then, I don't know if you're in the narrative, it's also a revenge game for J.D. McKissick, but,
1: um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and I'm with you with the Logan Thomas. I mean, if Carson wants to throwing it close to 40 times a game, we can, yeah, he, he's there's definitely room for Logan Thomas.
0: Yeah, for sure, for sure. Uh, moving on to this next matchup, we've got the 0 1 New York Jets traveling to Cleveland to take on the 1 0 Cleveland Browns. This game has a 40 and a half point total. The Cleveland Browns are five and a half point home favorites. In terms of weather, it's okay on this front. Um, in terms of injuries, Michael Woods, wide receiver, he was a DMP on Wednesday with an illness. Uh, Braxton Berrios for the Jets was um, limited with a heel. Uh, Jordan Whitehead, who was a DMP yesterday, was limited today with a heel. And then Zach Wilson, um, he's out this week, but he's looks like he's trending in the direction to, to start playing. Uh, I say that to say hold on to like your Elijah Moores uh, of the world. Um My pick for this game, I'm taking the under, heavy under in this game, Uh, taking the Jets to cover five and a half, Uh, like I said that earlier in the week, as they are my stream of the week on the defensive side of the ball. Um, And then the Cleveland Browns, I will take them to win this game. For the Browns, Nick Chubb, he's an RB1. Kareem Hunt, high end RB2. Uh, Donovan Peoples-Jones. And his eleven targets from last week are super interesting. Um, I'm not exposed. I'm not opposed to starting him. Uh, look, the the the. I mean, the Jets gave up. Him.
1: What? What's? What? What are you laughing at? Jacoby Brissett, man, he just he Oh, He's catching passes from mean, him, like.
0: Yeah, but it's eleven targets. <sighs>
1: It's I know, like,
0: it's not great. It's a, it's just the it's the volume. And look, what is what is your percent going to do? Throw it to the bottom of Amari, <laughs> Amari.
1: <laughs> Oh man.
0: <laughs> no, nah, I'm just messing. I, I don't guess know. So. I don't know if I could play Amari Cooper though. Uh the Jets were really good uh on the in the secondary. Their wire their their cornerback coverage was was really good. Sauce um was very good. DJ Reed was very good. I think I saw a stat like on thirty-eight routes uh covered on coverage snaps. They gave up f- uh 14 receptions for like our 14 targets for like four receptions and like 38 yards or something stupid like that. Um uh, you know the top three corners did. So um I-, I am weary of going against this. And I think that the Browns do lean on the run game and they do test the Jets run defense. That wasn't very good last year. So um, Amari Cooper, wide receiver, three option, uh, for the Jets, uh, Michael Carter, high end RB two again this week. Uh, cause again, the volume and Joe Flacco loves to throw the ball down to these running backs. Michael Carter had 16, per- a 16% target share. Brees hall was heavily involved. He had 18% target share. Um, he actually had you no know, 16 opportunities <laughs> In that game, Brees Hall did. So, you know, these running backs are going to be involved. I think Brees Hall is a low end flex option. And like I said off the top, I'm not dropping Elijah Moore. I think he may still be great for us, but not in love with the Jets wide receivers this week when Cleveland's defensive line has uh, Garrett, uh, you know, Miles Garrett. Uh, and then Garrett Wilson is a stash. He was super interesting last week. Made a couple nice plays, and and there's talk of him getting more involved in the offense. And so he he's very very interesting. But yeah, that's it.
1: Yeah, I agree with you on the game um, under. I'm taking the New York Jets to cover. Uh, I'm but I'm taking the Cleveland Browns to win. Um, on the Browns side, yeah, I just I really just want these running backs, um, Kareem Hunt, Nick Chubb. I mean, every week they seem to perform in that that top 25 level, uh, both of them. Uh, so I treat, you know, Nick Chubb has that rushing upside, uh, in, in game script upside, especially the Browns are winning, uh, cream hunt. The game is just, he's involved always no matter, no matter what with his PPR and, uh, receptions. He got the receiving touchdowns last week too. So, um, uh, I'm starting both of them. It's just hard for me to want to play anyone that's catching the ball from Jacoby Brissett. And that's, 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 all. I feel like, you know, there's other receivers, LSU is out there uh, that's, you know, in some good – like Josh Former tonight or, you know, even even DeAndre Carter tonight, I'll take over. I don't know. Like maybe Amari Cooper, like I feel like he's wide receiver, four level for me. Um, and But on the Jets side, uh, I do like the running backs for them as well. Michael Carter I think is the RB2. Uh, Brees Hall, I think, you know, he's RB3 with some RB2 upside as well. He did get nine targets last week. That was good. Um, hopefully, you know, the Jets are going to be passing the ball as much as they did last game. Uh, and then for the receivers, yeah, Elijah Moore, you're you're keeping him. You're not doing anything with him. He's still the the, the number one receiver on the team on the team. Uh, and yeah, he I, I treat him as a low and wide receiver too in this matchup.
0: Would you play Elijah Moore or Donovan Peoples Jones?
1: Oh, Elijah Moore, without a, <laughs> without, a without, without a doubt, without a doubt, without a doubt, without a doubt, without a doubt.
0: <laughs> oh, okay, fair enough. Um, uh, moving on to the next matchup here, we've got the one and Tampa Bay Buccaneers traveling to New Orleans to take on the one and New Orleans Saints. This game has 44 and a half point total. Tampa Bay Buccaneers are two and a half point road favorites. In terms of injuries, it is interesting, and this game is in a dome. But in terms of injuries, it's super interesting. Alvin Kamara was a DNP today with a rib injury. This was after being limited yesterday with that same rib injury. Uh, The Saints signed Latavius Murray to the practice squad. It's a familiar face. Uh, Mark Ingram, who's also limited with an ankle. So the Saints seem to be hurting in the backfield. There seems to be some sort of inclination that Camara, if at best, will at least be limited on Sunday against a Tampa Bay rush defense that he doesn't historic hasn't historically performed well against since uh, Todd Bowles got over there as the D coordinator and now head coach. Um, so something to keep in mind if you are a Camara manager. Jameis Winston, questionable with a back injury, uh, limited participant he's expected to play. Uh, on the Tampa Bay side, Running back Leonard Fournette, he was limited with a hamstring. He is questionable, so keep an eye out on that. Um, Chris Godwin, he was a DMP with a hamstring injury. Uh, he's not expected to play. Julio Jones was a DMP with a knee injury on Wednesday. Um, I think he's expected to play. Russell Gage is a limited participant today with a hamstring injury. And Mike Evans was... Was limited yesterday, down downgraded to a DMP today. So curious wow. to see what happens there uh, with the cold hamstring cold injury. Injuries. Yeah. Uh <laughs> and then Donovan Smith, the left tackle uh for the Tampa Bay Bucks, he's limited participant with an elbow injury. So a lot of injuries there. Uh Greg, what do you got?
1: I, I got to keep it rolling. I mean, Tom Brady's never a uh, Tampa Tom Brady has never been in the new Orleans saints. Like this, this is the matchup in the regular season. Uh, he got them in the playoffs, but yeah, this is a matchup. He just can't seem to get during the regular season. So I'm taking the over, taking the saints to cover and taking the saints to win. Um, you know, on the Saints side, I think James Wilson is more in like a high B high in QB two territory. Uh, definitely. I think playable, um, and super flex leagues. Uh, and I think he has some QB one upside. Uh if if he you know he plays to you know how he's been playing since he's been a New Orleans Saint. Uh Alvin Kamar, if he's able to go, I have him as a high end RB two uh with some RB one upside. Uh do like Jarvis Landry in this one. Do like the receivers uh and uh Jarvis Landry and Michael Thomas um I think you know they're back I think. James Winston is probably the best, one of the best quarterbacks. You know, James. I mean, that Michael Thomas has played with in the last like you know couple. Because Drew was you know at the, at the end of his career, and then uh, you know um, what you call it, uh, the guy from Minnesota, uh, Teddy Bridgewater was just yeah not really getting in passes. So James is helping him out for sure. Jarvis, I like him. Jawan Johnson, he's a sneaky maybe tight end play if you're really desperate. Uh, he was involved last week. And then on the Tampa side, Brady, he's a low-end QB1, all right, I think QB12, 13 range. Uh, Leonard Fournette. he's able to go, he's an RB1 for me. Uh, for the receivers, uh, you know you know how I feel about Mike Evans versus Marshawn Lattimore. Like, this is not going to be his day. I mean, the last six games against <laughs> the Saints, the man's averaged two receptions. He's only got two touchdowns. He's got like average about 32 yards per game. Uh, it's not, it's not the day. Uh, just, I would just downgrade him. I mean, unless your team is stacked a receiver, you're not benching Mike Evans, but I mean, I would, I would bump him down to low and flex level. Like that's what I'm expecting from him unless he gets that touchdown. Um, and yeah, for the, it's going to be hard for me to really trust anyone else on the, on the receiving end for Tom. I'm like I'm I got the
0: under in this one, bro. I'm taking the under. That makes sense. Yeah. Actually. I'm, I'm, taking, under. I'm taking Tampa Bay to cover though. I will take Tampa Bay to win. I, I do think this gives it has to. <laughs> I don't know. I, it just has to. It feels like it has to. I don't know. Uh that's my analysis. Um <laughs> <laughs> Not in love with the Saints side. Uh Michael Thomas, Jarvis Landry, their wide receiver two options. Uh, I mean we talk I mean. about we talk about um you know Marshawn Lattimore, and Mike Evans, but don't remember who put Michael Thomas well,
1: Carlton, Carlton
0: Davis. Carlton Davis. He's like <laughs> 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 so. Uh, I mean, but Michael Thomas seems like he's on a revenge tour. I mean, did you see the yeah, way he snatched no.
1: that? He snatched that's why Agent Terrell. Like, uh, there's no slouch right there. So, just saying, yo. He's what? back.
0: He's he, he
1: <laughs> On his head tops. Like, I don't know, man. He's that's back.
0: first one was like.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. Oh. So
0: he might cool. be coming out there with, trying to give Carl some I'm really
1: <laughs> he <business>. was... <laughs> <From laughs> here like, for it, that? yo.
0: Gonna, he instead of uh, the the corner shadowing him, he's gonna shadow the corner. He's shadow the
1: cor- <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Yo, that's elite. Oh man.
0: Oh, uh, um. So yeah, I, I got him as a wide receiver two, Uh Jarvis Landry. Pro- I said wide receiver two. Probably like a wide receiver three. My wide receiver two might be more like more like overreacting to like what he did last week. I got. I mean, he he was yeah, really he- good last week for sure. Um. But yeah, I, I think this game. I think we get the under in this game. Um, Jawan Johnson, you 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 brought his name up. I think he's definitely a name to watch. Uh, you know, for a tight end for the Saints going forward. I mean, if you're desperate, for sure take that shot on him. Uh, but he's he's definitely an intriguing name. He's somebody that's intrigued me, you know, a lot these last like three four years. Uh, you know, he was a former wide receiver. Uh, Sean, Sean Payton converted him to a tight end. And he's flashed. I think he had like five touchdowns last year uh, Mm. on a, you know, it was like Mo Alley Cox type touchdown rate for, for Juwan Johnson. So like if he's still figuring it out and he played more snaps than a guy like Adam Troutman and Taysom Hill, even uh, as the traditional tight end, like I'm like height, weight, speed. That's like, that's height, weight, speed routes, snaps. Like that's what I care about at the tight end. If I don't have, like Travis Kelsey, Darren Waller, or like George Kittle, Kyle Pitts, one of those guys, right? So, Jawan Johnson, if he's on the field, I, he, you know, obviously I'm going to take a shot on him. Um, and who knows? Maybe he's a guy we'll talk about more as the weeks progress. But uh, Tim Bay, assuming Evans can go, like, yeah, I'm, I think I might have to be with you on this one because Marshawn, like I was just – I'm like, oh, there's nobody else. He's gonna, he's just going to target Mike Evans. But, I'm hmm. out. Yeah, I think I want to shoot Yeah,
1: yeah. You're not playing DFS like, you know, if you're trapped, then you might have to
0: I mean, like... would you play Josh Palmer today or Mike? I
1: think I'm going to go Josh Palmer. I think I would have to go Josh yeah. Palmer as
0: well. I mean, he's dealing with the hamstring injury.
1: Yeah. He's That doesn't help. Got the matchup.
0: A bad matchup. So, um All right. Uh Trying to think of maybe another one. Would you you play like Uh,
1: Rashad Bateman or Mike Evans? Mm, Because Rashad Bateman has a tough matchup, too. He does. (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) Uh. (sighs) Oh. That's tough. I think I, would... <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I they're gonna have to go Evans slightly just because I think he he probably more likely can still get a touchdown. That's
0: yeah. If you go if you start Evans, you're banking on him. You're
1: banking on he, a touchdown. You're just he, you're he yeah.
0: Want the touchdown, especially yeah. because he's got a hamstring injury. He might be limited even. Yeah, just give him a fade like, out. Yeah. Yeah, Bateman's tough. All right, last one, last yeah. one. Mike Evans or Donovan Peoples Jones?
1: Mike Evans. I'm sorry, <laughs> I don't want it from Kobe. <laughs> Percent. I don't want any catches from that man. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh. All right, all right. I'm done. I'm done. Um, Julio. I think he's a great wide receiver too. For That's sure. Question, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, a great wide receiver too, especially you know if if Evans is limited in any way. Uh, and I, I'm not on a Tom Brady this week. I'm sorry, I wasn't on him last week. Uh, you know, I didn't, I, you know, I didn't think that you know that the the game would would give us what we wanted. Um, and I don't think this game gives us what we want either. So I, I'm for that. I'm out. Like, on Brady. I mean, I would start Carson Wentz over Brady this week. I, I would start that Ryan over Brady. I agree with that too. I'd even start Trey Lance over Brady.
1: Um, <laughs> I start Derek Carr over Brady. Oh, that's yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, that's a given. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Trey, yeah, yeah. I mean, it might rain again this weekend on uh, San Fran. Uh, it's just now I'm I'm haunted by the rain, yo. After <laughs> last week,
0: <laughs> yeah, it was pretty bad. I mean, he did have. Twelve rushing 12 rush attempts, I think, 51 rushing yards, something like that. So he Seattle. Was in, oh, nasty game. Possibly. I mean, Seattle. I mean, we'll talk about that game tomorrow, yeah. but they're coming off a, a very emotional Monday night like victory. I feel like let down letdown spot right here. No Jamal Adams oh, after the oh. season. Mm-hmm. No, we can talk about we can talk about yeah. it. we'll talk we'll definitely talk about it on Saturday. That's for yeah. sure. We'll talk about it on Saturday. Um, so I forgot where I was at with this game. Oh yeah, yeah, not not going Brady. Uh, and then Fournette he's a high end RB two for me. And then that's like it. Said, um, but keep an eye out on Rashad White because he's the backup running back. Uh, Fournette actually pretty much suffered this hamstring injury in the game on Sunday. Left the game, but by that point, the Bucks were already up. It was already late. Rashad White handled all the running back touches after that, or you know, the most of the running back touches after that. Uh he is the clear RB2 talented rookie, has receiving chops. If something happens to Leonard Fournette, Rashad White is going to be in a very good, very favorable yeah. position. Oh, yeah. So um Moving on to this this next matchup here, we've got the 0-1 Carolina Panthers traveling to, New York, to MetLife to take on the 1-0. When's the last time Ooh. you said that, Craig? <laughs> and they're all still healthy. Crazy. 1-0 New York Giants. This game has a 43.5-point total where the New York Giants are 1.5-point home favorites. Weather's okay in this matchup. In terms of injuries for Carolina, offensive tackle, Taylor Moten or Morton. Um, I think it's it there. Actually, there's an R in there, but uh anyway, he's a limited participant with a knee injury, linebacker Frankie Louvu limited with a shoulder injury. Uh for the New York Giants, Kayvon Thibodeau, he's limited with a knee. Wandell Robinson, he's been a DMP with a knee. And then Aaron Robinson, the cornerback, he is out as he recently had. An appendectomy, so he will not play in this game. In terms of this game here, I'm going to take the under. I'm going to take the Giants to cover. I'm going to take the Giants to win. Let's
1: go uh. <laughs> two no. and to and zero, baby. Right. <laughs> I'm
0: going to take, um, you know, CMC. He's he's an RV one, I think, in this matchup. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm I'm taking last week. I'm I'm kind of I'm going to throw it out. I mean, I don't know what the game plan was, but it was not get CMC involved. Um, On the New York Giants side, I think Saquon is an RB1. Oh, sorry. I didn't even touch the Carolina wide receivers. Robbie Anderson, DJ Moore, they're both wide receiver, three options, in my opinion. Uh, On the New York Giants side, Saquon Barkley on RB1. Uh, Obviously, we saw the upside last week. I was just a year early on Saquon Barkley, it feels. And that kind of hurts. Uh, But Daniel Jones, uh, he's an option, I think, in two quarterback leagues. I, I like this this matchup for him and then Richie James, he, and uh, I think he's got some PPR wide receiver, three flex options of, you know, flex appeal as does Sterling Shepard people are wondering what they did, what did they do with Kadarius Tony. He is not, he played seven snaps last week, had two touches uh, was spectacular with those two touches was everything we thought he, he, he is with those two touches, which is a human joystick. But can continue to, I guess, have to master the playbook and learn different things, and um, you know, so they can put him out on the field. So he's a stash. It's only a matter of time till Sterling Shepherd pulls something or something like that. I'm not not saying I'm hoping, but I'm just saying every year he's contractually obligated. You know, it's part of his contract to end up on the injury report. So. Uh, it's only a matter of time, and so when that happens, Kadarius Tony is either going to be on your waiver wire or he should be <laughs> stashed on your bench. Um, but just, yeah, uh, that's that, and I'm done.
1: Love it. I'm going with the over as well, taking the Giants to cover, taking the Giants to win. On the Carolina side, CMC and the receivers, uh, Robbie Anderson and DJ Moore. my only you know, must-starts in this game, CMC higher in RB one, uh, Robbie Anderson and DJ Moore, you know, definitely the, I want to say DJ Moore hater, but he's not, you know, one of my favorite f- players of fantasy. I think Robbie Anderson probably has slightly a little more upside right now, but they're both, I, I agree with you in that wide receiver three, uh, range, um, on the Giants side, Saquon, man. Yeah. Yeah. I, I wish Yeah, we would have planted our flag this year and took him like in the top three. Cause he's, that's, that's what he is right now. Top five running back. Uh, I think every week with his utilization, I mean, the man ran all the routes. He got the CMC numbers basically that you usually would see, uh, his usage. So, uh, it's good to see him back. Uh, Sterling Shepard, uh, as far as the receiver, Sterling Shepard I think is a, I mean, he's going to be the receiver Daniel Jones trusts the most. So I think he's going to be the leader in targets. Um, so I, I have him as a uh, wide receiver three. Um, Jesse James saw so I beat you on Dynasty for that $1. I got him in, in Dynasty. That's said so that I was good. <laughs> uh, I'm glad someone else is on that radar. Uh, makes me feel good about betting that $1. Uh, I think he is, uh, you know, in a, a deep elite play. And, yeah, especially if Wendell Robinson can't go. Um, yeah, I think he has some value as well.
0: You Know how long I've had Richie James on dynasty leagues just hoping he'd pop and then like there's those random games where I was like I'm gonna drop Richie James and he goes off for like 189 for the 49ers or something, and I'm like I'm not gonna drop him, I'm gonna keep him and then yeah, he ends up on the Giants. I'm like, Oh, he's behind Kadarius Tony, Wandall Robinson, he'll never play. And then now he's on Greg's dynasty team.
1: Yeah, yeah. I agree with you with Kadarius Tony too. Um it's, it's, it's he's not doing the homework or he's not something's happening where Him and the coaches are just not vibing right now. So, I think it's not a matter of talent. It's just a matter of, like, getting his attitude right. The cream usually
0: rises to the top. So, when it does, I'm going to be there to scoop that up. Um, Moving on to this next matchup. The 0-1 New England Patriots travel to Pittsburgh to take on the 1-0 Pittsburgh Steelers. This game has a a 40-and-a-half point total. The New England Patriots are two-and-a-half-point road favorites. In terms of weather, there are no weather concerns in this game. In terms of injuries, wide receiver slash running back. Ty Montgomery was placed on IR with a knee injury. Um, Running back Pierre Strong, uh, the rookie, is limited with a shoulder injury. And then for the, the Pittsburghs, on the Pittsburgh side, Najee Harris, the running back, was limited with a foot injury and then TJ Watt is was placed on IR recently with a, with a pectoral injury. Um not expected to miss the whole season, only miss uh 4 to 6 weeks. Um in terms of this matchup, Greg, what do you got?
1: I'm going to take the under. I'm going to take the Patriots to cover. I'm going to take the Patriots to win. This is not going to be a game I'm super excited for offensively. I mean, the Steelers offense somehow that offense was so bad last week. Like it was just pitiful. Uh the Patriots look you know, they, they look no better, but they're home. They have some type of system as far as a quarterback. So I'm just gonna give them the, the lean. As far as players I wanna play in in fantasy, um that's on the Patriots side, Damian Harris and Ramondre Stevenson, I think they bounce back as a, a running tandem. I think they are both, you know, low in RB2s for me uh, with some RB, high and RB2 upside. Uh, Devontae Parker and Jacoby Myers, I think are they're also in good spots here. So I think they can um, put some, have some flex value, uh, one of them. Uh, Jacoby Myers, I probably lean towards more. Um, but on the Pittsburgh Steelers side, probably Najee Harris, of course, if he's able to go. Um, you know, he said he should be good to go. Uh, volume RB, low in RB1. And Pat Firemurf uh, as a low and tight end titan one, that, you know, all season still pretty, pretty high on him. But I'm out on the receivers right now.
0: I I just wanted to like skip the whole game if we could. <laughs> <laughs> that was more than I guess. That's more than that.
1: Oh man. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be bad. Gonna I'm with out. you on the
0: game. on taking the under, taking the Patriots to cover, taking the Patriots to win. On the New England side, it's. It's really just the running backs, for me, bro. That's <laughs> it. Like, Damon Harris, Ramondre Stevenson. That is all I'm willing to tie myself to. Um, for Pittsburgh, Najee. I mean, from what I've like heard, is not. And when I say heard, like I mean like heard or read from, like people that are you know experts in injury analysis is that. This was like a high ankle sprain potentially Mm. here, and those are never good, uh, especially for running backs. Um, And He's expecting to play, which is fine. I I think he may be limited. Uh, Jalen Warren, we talked about him. He's the backup, but it's like I don't even think – I mean, Greg, how much Najee Harris do you have this year?
1: None, actually. Yeah, me neither. I got none. Yeah, I would. Yeah, I was in the spot to get him, but yeah, it's tough because he's attached to Mr. Trubisky. So, but like, you know, it's gonna get. He's gonna get the volume right. He's gonna get the touches right. Yeah. But like,
0: even last yeah. week, my man had like 29 rushing yards. If he doesn't get that touchdown reception, like, what was his day? You know, <laughs> yeah, and it's like bad. the line is yeah. bad. This Mr. Trubisky is bad. This bad, offense bro. is bad. Like, so please. like do i really want to tie myself to that not really so do i want to if Najee harris goes down do i want to tie myself to and no oh, offense definitely no not. More, no, no no
1: no no once it's over like, once it's like, not it's nothing yeah.
0: <laughs> like yeah sure i mean maybe because maybe i might need a running back i get in the people if Jalen warren was available i'd pick him up maybe on my bench because you know i'm hurting <laughs> over there in that league for running back so um <laughs> Yeah, it's tough, man. So, Najee Harris, the matchup isn't great. I'm fading him. If I rostered him in redraft, which, like I said, I don't. Uh, but if I did, I'd be looking to uh, James Robinson oh, yeah. or, or Rashad Penny. Okay. Like, those are like, I, I don't know if I could play sure. Najee Harris this week uh, because you will probably get like six points. Um, Pat Firemouth had. A ton of targets last week. I think he's a tight end one option. Uh, and I'm with you. I don't really want to play the. the, the, the
1: if I don't receiver, You
0: think
1: if he's going to get not out not to the perimeter? Bad. Nah, yo. Nah. <laughs> nah, no way he gets it out there. Najee <laughs> <laughs> Harris is the closest he's going to get to the ball to. So, yeah. It's
0: like a, the, the the Kenny Pickett game.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. I really do. <laughs> they got it. They got it for him at some point. The, the game one was so bad. Yeah, um anyway,
0: that's that's really all I got on this game. Yeah, let's let's move on. Moving on to the next one, we got the oh, oh I can't I like I can't believe I have to do this all year with the O O and one
1: Indianapolis oh, Colts, like,
0: <laughs> like, Two teams. Houston or just lose oh oh and one Indianapolis Colts traveling. To Jacksonville to take on the one zero Jacksonville Jaguars. This is a forty six and a half point total, where the Indianapolis Colts are four and a half point road favorites. There is rain expected in this game on the Indianapolis side. Shaq Leonard, formerly known as Darius Leonard, previously known as Shaq Leonard, was questionable last week. You know, did participate in practice, but then ended up not playing in the game. Uh, which I know that we talked about him being a huge factor for the Indianapolis defense. And obviously we saw what happened. Um, Indianapolis was listing him as quite as a, as questionable again this week. He was a full participant in practice. So it looks like he is going to play. Uh, or at least it's trending in that direction. Uh, Michael Pittman, he was limited with a quad, uh, but I don't think there's any concerns there. Alec Pierce, he's in concussion protocol. Uh, so, Something to watch there from a wide receiver standpoint for Matt Ryan. And then on Jacksonville, they were happy to report that they have no injuries and there's not one player on their injury report. <laughs> that was actually from the, the official Twitter. Um, anyway, in this game, I'll take the over. I'll take Indianapolis to cover. I'll take Indianapolis to win on the Indianapolis side. JT has RB1 upside, like the RB1 upside, Michael Pittman. In a great spot this week that target share should provide a high floor but i also think the matchup provides a high ceiling matt ryan stream of the week love his matchup this week think he's in a great spot and i think heinz and paris campbell are you know nice flex options um you know given the matchup i think heinz uh has some you know if you're desperate at running back uh you know has or you know flex spot i think he has some flex intrigue and then for jacksonville i think trevor lawrence strong QB2 um you know in, in in two quarterback leagues Christian Kirk he's a wide receiver one based on volume Zay Jones I, I love him this week I think he has wide receiver two upside uh when you consider the matchup and the in the game script uh James Robinson I think he's he's an RB2 uh with some RB1 upside and then uh Etienne he's a he's a low B, a low end RB1 with um you know, I'd say some low-end RB1 RB upside.
1: Um, I'm going to take the over. I'm going to take Jacksonville to cover and take Indy to win. Uh, just Indy, you know, broke my heart last week and just, you know, they scare me a little bit about getting games, <laughs> getting wins and stuff. So uh, on the Jacksonville side, Trevor Lawrence, I think, has value. Uh, definitely super flex leagues and, you know, some upside, especially if the game uh, pops off, we both have the over. James Robinson, um, tough matchup, but I think you know he has value. Uh, him and ETN are high in RB twos for me uh, still at this point. Um, I think the you know o- over time we'll see the upside from ETN more, but I think James Robinson, I'm still leaning towards him a little bit. Uh, Christian Kirk, great game in game week one. Uh, I think he continues that in, in week two, being a strong wide receiver too. Uh, Zay Jones, I'm with you as wise well, some hot, hot, you know flex upside as well. Um on the uh ND side, Matt Ryan in a good spot here. Uh threw for three fifty-two last week. I mean, you know, on those 50 pass attempts, uh, we love to see that. I mean, he, you know, again, talk about he was one catch away from having two touchdowns on the day, having a different day. Uh JT RB1 always every week. Uh, Michael Pittman season, you already know that's that's wide receiver one every week. Him and Amon Ross St. Brown are definitely two of my favorites young receivers in the league. Uh, they're just gonna keep getting wide receiver one performances. Um and yeah, uh, that's pretty much
0: it. Yep. Yeah, uh, definitely agree with you there on <clears throat> that. And then before we head to our, this next matchup, we do the last matchup of the day. We do have a question from Elver on YouTube asking, "Do I wait for Kittle, or do I play?" Assuming this is, he says Everett. Assuming this is Gerald Everett tonight.
1: Greg, I'm playing Gerald Everett. That's a smash, I'm playing Gerald Everett. I'm, playing Jared Everett. I'm yeah. definitely playing Joe Everett. George Absolutely. sort of didn't come to practice today. He already, already has history. He didn't play week one. Like, you can't. You can't risk it.
0: Even if Kittle was healthy. Like, not yeah. healthy. Even if I knew he was playing, like, given what he's been dealing with, with the groin and everything, even if he told mm-hmm. me he was
1: playing, I'd still play Everett today. Yeah, I mean, it's a. A great matchup for Everett. It's a great you know, matchup. 54 and a
0: half. 54 and a half point total.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I think I would play Everett.
0: Well, yeah. Over. We'll, we'll, watch, we'll all watch. We'll be rooting for you. Uh, yeah, I don't have sure. much drought ever, but I, I got some in some uh, some DFS going tonight. So we'll see. Um, The last matchup that we're covering today, one that we alluded to, Greg, the 1 0 Miami Dolphins traveling to Baltimore to take on the 1 0 Baltimore Ravens. This game has a 44 and a half point total, where the Baltimore Ravens are three and a half point home favorites here. Uh, in terms of whether we are okay, in terms of injuries on a Baltimore side, J.K. Dobbins, he is questionable to the knee, but he's got back to back full practices in. So it seems like he's trending in the direction of playing this week. Wide receiver James Prochet, he's limited with a groin. Offensive tackle Jawan James, he was placed on injury reserve with an Achilles injury. Uh, cornerback Kyle Fuller was placed on injury reserve with an ACL uh, for Miami. Cedric Wilson was a DMP with a toe. Uh, running back Salvin Ahmed was a DMP with a heel. Left tackle. Uh, Teron Armstead, he's questionable with a leg. And then offensive guard Austin Jackson is also questionable with an ankle. Uh, Greg, what do you got in this matchup?
1: I'm going to take the over. I'm going to take Baltimore to cover, Baltimore to win. I still think Baltimore is a better team, uh, and Lamar Jackson will get it done if if all fails. Uh, Lamar Jackson high in QB1. Um, had three passing touchdowns last week. I think he'll, you know, show more of the rushing this week. Uh, more competitive game. Uh, J.K. Dobbins, man, fully participated in practice. I'm mean, very, very excited for him. Uh, very happy to see him back. I'm um, plug play. Forget K and Drake. The uh, forget, you know, Mike, Mike Davis. Uh, I think the only other running back I'm, I'm here for is Gus Edwards. Um, and you know, he, he'll be back soon um, as a, as the only play for me up uh, behind J.K. Dobbins when that time comes. But I like Jacob Dobbins as a, a strong RB2 this week. Uh, if, he, if he's going, for sure. Uh, Rashad Bateman is in a tough spot. He's going to see a lot of Xavier Howard. Um, I think the receivers, besides Mark, pass catcher beside Mark Andrews, Mark Andrews is a must-star every week. Uh, Bateman and DuVernay. Uh, I think I'm going to downgrade him a little bit. Uh, Bateman is more of a, like, a low-inflex for me. Uh, and then on the Miami side, uh, Tua, I think, has some. If it's a high scoring game, he can um, give you some QB1 upside, possibly, but I think he's still uh, in that QB2 territory. Chase Emmons got a lot of work last week. I did, did like that. Um, so I think he's uh, also in the strong RB2 territory as well. And Tyreek Hill is a must start every week. Uh, yeah. Out on Mike Kosecki. Out. Don't even need to mention his name anymore. Like, out on, yeah, pretty much. That's it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, I was out on Mike Kosecki. I think Mike, David, you said, Forget about Mike Davis. I think Mike Davis forgot yeah. about Mike Davis. After <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, I'm going to take the under. I'm taking a lot of unders in this 1 p.m. slate. A lot of unders I'm taking. Uh, taking the Dolphins to cover. Okay. I'm going to take the Dolphins to win Ooh. the
1: game. Yo, he takes the Chiefs to win and the Ravens to lose in the one week. Nah, yo. That's crazy. That's crazy, yo. Who are you? And what are you done with (laughs) y'all? Um
0: yeah, I'm gonna temper my expectations for Lamar this week. I mean, the last time we saw him face off against Miami, granted it was you know different staff, but you know, same personnel roughly uh, across the D line and that you know they add Melvin and Grimmman in the secondary, but 26 of 43, 238 passing yards, one touchdown, one interception, and 39 rushing yards on nine attempts. They they boxed them up. Uh, they sacked them four times that day. Uh, they got after Lamar a little bit. And it's because they can do something that a lot of teams can't do, which is line up, strap up man-to-man with your outside corners,
1: <laughs> load yep. up
0: the box, <laughs>
1: <laughs> that definitely helps. <laughs>
0: Get after Lamar. So, I mean, I think that they they copy a similar defensive game plan. I think, you know, Mark Andrews, you know, I, I, I'm i temporary expectations for him as well. Uh, still playing those guys, obviously. Uh, but I'm probably going to sit my other Baltimore pieces, uh, you know, like the Rashad Batemans. I'm not going near the Devin Duvernays this week. Like, I'm just not going to. I'm not gonna do it with this. I think this Miami defense could be really good, actually. I mean, they do. Have, I mean, it starts with the obviously with with what they can do in the secondary, and they don't even have Byron Jones yet. Um, you know Byron Jones back. You know their safety play is really good, and they they've got pass rush, which is what wins in this league. So pass rush and coverage. So I I think that they can definitely make some noise in the AFC. Um, you know Miami can, and that yeah. Anyway, um on the Miami side Tyreek Hill wide receiver 1, Waddle strong wide receiver 2, uh Chase Edmonds had ton of volume last week, uh, Greg doing the, the Waddle in his chair. Um you know, Chase Edmonds had a ton of volume in terms of, you know, percentages and rush share. Um so I think that if the volume goes up this week, you know, Chase Edmonds definitely should should make a, a you know, an impact with those with those touches and that volume. And this is a game where I'm taking the, the Dolphins to win. So um yeah, definitely like this game here for the for the Dolphins pieces. I think there's some options like Carson Wentz and and Matt Ryan where we don't have to to go touch two of this week and 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 you know going against this Baltimore defense and a game I think again hits the under. But anything else you want to add on this matchup, Greg?
1: No, nah, I definitely like Waddle. He's in a, a very good spot here.
0: Love Jalen Waddle this season always yeah um well that's it for uh you know the 1 p.m games here obviously uh we will be back here on saturday breaking down the rest of the game saturday morning live 10 a.m we'll be breaking down the uh the rest of the slate of games um including sunday night football and the two monday night games so uh, everybody have a good rest of your Thursday and Friday. Enjoy Thursday night football, and we'll catch you. Jackson out. playing, by the way, yes, sir. JC Jackson is playing, so that is good news for the Chargers. Uh, and we will see y'all on Saturday. Peace. Yeah.